we can have the next slide. Hopefully there's a picture. There we go. So we are going to retell the story of St. George. So if we look at that picture, what do, or who do we need? Who or what do we need for this story? Well, we need a George. Do we have a George in the house? We do. Usually called Theodore, but down come George. So George, here he comes, looking pretty Georgie. <laughs> that is magnificent. Funny James is going to So if you just stand to one side there, excellent. And well, if you look at that picture, what else do we need? A horse. A horse? Yeah, no, no one's going to be a horse. What else? A dragon. Well, actually, for about a thousand years, that was understood to be a serpent. And then some pesky Europeans got to the Middle East, and they really didn't understand what they were looking at. And they said, that must be a dragon. But in our story, since we're going back to the first story, we are going to have a serpent. And here we have a serpent. <laughs> Would you like to get a 
Also chill with our own soldier or You're just a non-Christian soldier. Alright, so now we have all our all our people. A long time ago, around 300 CE or AD, there was an emperor called Diocletian. So wave your hand, Diocletian. He ruled all of the Roman Empire from Britain all the way to Persia and down to North Africa. He was tough. (laughs) He had made Rome great again. (laughs) He had some soldiers who were with him all the time. They were called the Praetorian Guard. One of their commanders was George. There you go, George. Wave your arm. Make sure people know who you are. Excellent. George was born either in Palestine or Turkey, Cappadocia. He was known to be brave and fearless in battle. Look, brave and fearless. <laughs> but he was also a Christian, so he was known to be generous and kind. You know how to look generous and kind? People looked up to George. Diocletian had some sub emperors to help him rule. It was a big empire. They all hoped that one day they might become the main emperor. One day, one of the sub-emperors was thinking about how she could become the emperor. So, look like you're thinking. That's the thinking face. You could, you could go like that. I'm thinking. That's it. Excellent. The serpent sneaked up to him and gave him an idea. (laughs) The serpent wanted people to stop following Jesus. So the serpent said, tell Diocletian to make all the soldiers in the army worship him as a god, and if they don't, tell him to kill them. You can actually say that out loud, can't you? I should have listened. Tell, tell Diocletian to make all the soldiers in the army to worship them as a god. And if they don't kill them, kill them. Well, the son emperor thought this was his idea, and he thought it was a great idea. So you go, that's it. The servant was sneaky. So, the sub-emperor rode to Diocletian. Do you know how to write? Have you ever watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail? <laughs> well, come out here and I will teach you how to ride a horse. Come here, immediately. <laughs> you go like this, okay? One foot forward, one foot behind, one hand out like this, and you go like that. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Never mind. And he said, so you ready to repeat after me? O great emperor, prince of peace, son of God, I have an idea. To make 
sure of the army's loyalty to you. Make all the soldiers worship you as a god. And if they don't, put them to death. Diocletian wasn't sure about this idea. It sounded risky. But the sneaky serpent whispered into his ear, this is a great idea. This is a great idea. So Diocletian thought, this is a great idea. This is a great idea. <laughs> and so he made a law. You listen. <laughs> All soldiers in the army are to worship me as a god, and if they don't, they are to be put to death. <clears throat> All the soldiers are to worship me, and if they don't, they're going to be put to death. And then Diocletian summoned all his commanders, including George. So all of the soldiers gathered before Diocletian, Christian and non-Christian. Yeah, go kneel down and worship me, and don't. Yeah, we don't know. Don't. No, wait, you're not up yet. <laughs> and then he says, now you can give your rule. You've got to worship me, you've got to worship me, or you're, you're out. You're out, you're out, you're out. So some of the commanders who weren't Christian cheered loudly. <laughs> and some of the commanders who were Christian were silent and sad. This was bad news. Right, you can all kind of disperse again, except for George, you can stand in the centre. George was sad. George is sad. You just stand out in front of the emperor. There it is. And face the people so they can see your sad face and your worried face. George liked Diocletian, but he wondered. What am I to do? So, are you ready to repeat lots of words? Good. I cannot, well, what am I to do? Start with that. And say that to those people, not to the emperor. I can only worship the one true God through Jesus Christ. Cannot possibly worship the emperor as a god. This is wrong. But the serpent was sneaky, and the serpent sneaked up to George and whispered, "Just pretend. Just pretend. No one will know." Tell the other Christian soldiers. Tell the other Christian soldiers. Pretend no one will know. Pretend no one will know. It will be alright. It will be alright. But George couldn't pretend. His mother would find out, and she would know. His fellow Christians would find out, and they would know. But most of all, God would know. So he thought, I can't pretend. So the servant sneaked back again and said, 
Just do nothing. Just do nothing. The Emperor likes you. The Emperor likes you. Don't make a fuss. Don't make a fuss. He won't do anything. He won't do anything. But George could not do nothing. His mother would find out, and she would be sad. His fellow Christians would find out, and they would be sad. But most of all, God would know, and God would be sad. So George thought, I have to speak up. But he knew he would be killed. So, I want you to sell all your land and all your things to the people on this side of the church. And then I want you to give all the money to the poor people on that side of the church. You go and do that, you're allowed to keep your sword and your shield in there. <laughs> sell your land, sell all your belongings, not your, not your armor and your sword, you need that. And then when you've got all that money, take it over and give it to all the poor people on the other side of the church.
George just said, this is wrong. You are not a God. I will not worship you. I will not put my fellow Christians to death. Well, now the servant was nervous. This was not going to plan. So he whispered to the emperor, Torture him. Torture him. He will change his mind. He will change his mind. Diocletian was angry. Diocletian didn't need much prompting. He ordered George to be tortured. So all the non-Christian soldiers came and took him away. <coughs> they took him to a public place and he was hurt in many horrible ways. <laughs> they cut him, they burnt him, and then they put salt on his wounds. But George just praised God. So you can say, thank you, God. That's you, George. And he prayed for those who hurt him. And he said, oh God, forgive them. And he kept saying to the emperor, you are not a God. What you are doing is wrong. Now the serpent was worried. People were amazed at George's courage. They were impressed by his faith. They were surprised by his forgiveness. And because of all of that, some of them wanted to follow Christ as well. This was not part of the plan. So the emperor called George back before him. And he gave him one last chance to stop being a Christian and to worship him as a god. But instead, his wife, Alexandra, stepped before him. And she said, you are not a god. You're not a god. You, what you are doing is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. You're just being a naughty boy. <laughs> you're being a naughty boy. <laughs> because of George's courage and faith. Because of George's courage and faith. I am now a follower of Christ. I am now a follower of Christ. The serpent's plan had all gone wrong. Diocletian's plans were all going wrong. Sadly, he ordered his wife to be executed. So the nasty soul just not take away and execute <laughs> And he ordered George to be executed. And he take them both away. And he ordered any who were Christians to be executed. And that just made more people realise that he was not a God. And what he was doing was wrong. So today, we have these pictures of George to remind us that he defeated the serpent, not a dragon. 
And we are reminded that the Empress Alexandra and many others became Christians because of George's courage and faith. Thank you, God, for George, the great martyr. He did not rescue a maiden in distress, but he gives us the courage to stand up and say to people in power who think they are like a God, you are not a God. What you are doing is wrong. That is the story of George. If you like to all go back to your seats. Excellent job, drunky soldiers. And we are now going to all stand and we are going to pray together. And we're going to use the Māori name for St George, Hori Tapu. Hori Tapu. Hori George Tapu. And we say St George, but actually he would have spoken Greek, and his name would have been in Greek, and occasionally in Latin. But Greek was probably the universal of the language of the empire, rather than Latin. Okay, so the next slides. So, all of us stand. <coughs> and we say together, God, make, make us pray my holy tapu, gentle thy holy tapu, truthful thy holy tapu, and God, 